kilos. 10 years ago, I weighed 531 pounds, but once I lost nearly 350 pounds, my life after fat pants got bigger and better. I'm Wendy Willis-Baldwin. Together with my younger sister, Tiff, we're sharing true stories of transformation. The Life After Fat Pants podcast is one-size-fits-all sister talk aimed at learning from all of our befores so we can live happily ever after. It's time to squeeze in some Life After Fat Pants. All right. Well, you heard me say it. It is time to squeeze in some life after fat pants. And today we're going to be talking about how we manage life after 50. And I'm happy to report that my baby sister is about to find out. Happy birthday! The big 5-0 was <laughs> happening. I can't, can't believe, believe it. it. I remember when you were such a wee little child. <laughs> I remember holding you in my arms. I remember your first pair of glasses. Oh my gosh. Are you calling Steph- me Stephanie instead of Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And now here we are. You're about to turn 50. I'm well across that bridge. I'm well, sort of I mean, you're not deep that- into that decade. I mean, not deep, but I'm. Yeah, it's not like you're about to be 60. I mean, yeah, I'll be 54 next year. There you go. There you go. And I'll still be 50 and then I'll be 51. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So everyone can follow along with the class, you know, our math skills. So your birthday is coming up and I'm I'm actually flying down to Texas. Our whole family's coming in. We're going to sprinkle her with love and adoration and give her a proper tiara and a proper send off to life after 50. So we thought we would take this chance here on the podcast to kind of talk about you know, what that means, because it is a big transition. It is. I mean, I remember when our parents were 50. And so and I thought, wow, that's like, long away away. And now that you and I both are there, and it's just so kind of surreal. And so there are some things that, you know, come about with 50 that we have to change in our life and improve and do and bodies and everything. So this is our fun topic today of things that change when we turn 50. I want to ask you something though, Tiff, because like, I mean, you were obviously around when I turned 50. Yes. So did you notice any substantive changes as a result of me turning 50, physical, medical, mental, otherwise? I didn't see any major changes. I knew that you were going to the doctor more, like, because you're one of those that goes to the doctor a lot more than I would say I go. But well, I, I had, you know what? I mean, you're 40. I mean, I had some skin cancer. And yeah, so you've I'm, had a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a fiend about going to my checkups with my dermatologist and getting checked up and yes. making sure, making sure little spots are addressed and Well, and yeah, with all the other stuff, yeah, I think the medical stuff you definitely are on top of and started, I think, focusing a little bit more on. I mean, you always have, but I think it's been a little bit shining a little bit more on that. More intensified. More intensified. Thank you for my word. But I don't think I see anything. I think uh, the other thing I think with you, I think you've like taken leaps of faith on various types of ways to just build your your life in the sense of like your gardening club that you went to and you just learning how to take care of bees and becoming a beekeeper. I mean, you started doing those kind of things, which is really important. And I think it sets yourself, you put yourself out there. And mm-hmm. I think that's really key. Yeah. Trying to learn new things. What I'm getting at, Tiff, is like, did you notice that I looked different? Was I looking <laughs> older? Like, that's the most no. important thing, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah. No, you looked the same. You always are beautiful. You look the same. <laughs> 
you did have that bout where you cut your bangs. You made bangs. When I know, all- but that was during the pandemic. You got to give a girl a break. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, we were all going through th- through things. Mm-hmm. No more bangs for me. But Mm-mm. you're the only one that can wear bangs in our sister Yeah, I'm a good banger. Um, well, okay. So, so 50. Yeah. It's interesting because it is a transformation and I love what Oscar Wilde says about 50 or well, not 50, but about aging. Oscar Wilde says wisdom comes with winters. I just think that's so true. That is true. We are older and wiser in some ways. So the question is, what are we going to do with this time that we have left? Yeah. Father time, father time. It's interesting because like Maya Angelou, and I think this is a good construct to kind of hang our conversation on. She always says that most people don't grow up. Most people age. They find parking spaces, honor their credit cards, get married, have children, and they call that maturity. What that is, is aging. So I... Rest in peace, Maya. I I love her. Um, But anyway, you know, I think there is a big difference between aging and growing up or growing out. And Mm -hmm. those are two distinctions. And, you know, we've all met people who just age, right? Right. And and I think what you were talking about in earlier generations, I mean, I don't know that that was true for everybody, but, you know, there are people who just age. And then there are people who grow up and grow out and and evolve and and get better, almost like fine wine. (laughs) And so that's where you want to be, Tiff. That's what you want to do right. after 50. That's you what want, we want to, to do. You want to age like fine wine. You want to be refined. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, like real quick, like what are some of the things on the list that you just are, are knowing and dreading about turning 50? Because I'll let you know if, if it's necessary. <laughs> okay. So on my list that I have, I have the shingles vaccine. Wait, 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 wait. You're turning 50 and the shingles vaccine is at the top of your list of... Well, okay. I only say this because I was actually picking up some medications at the pharmacist and I picked up, I was that person who picked up the shingles vaccine brochure. And so I was reading it. Yeah. And I put it in my purse and everything. And I even asked the pharmacist, I was like, y'all do the shingles vaccine here. And they were like, yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe those words just came out of my mouth. You know, it's a sentence I... I mean, it's not a big deal to me because I'll get the shingles vaccine. It's not a problem. I don't want to have shingles because we've all. Well, but I think you're having a misconception about it, Tiff, because like, for instance, my husband, you know, Nevin had shingles when he was in college. So people yeah. can get shingles at all ages. It's, it's exactly. It's but I think not people, like there's a, an old person stigma tied to it. See, I think people do have that because even the commercials on TV have it attributed to like an aging in a negative way, like you're aging and not growing kind of situation. Well, no, what it is, is it's like at this age, it's probably really important. You should do that Mm -hmm. for medical reasons. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like a colonoscopy. It's for, I mean, people can get colon cancer at any age, but uh, the propensity tends to be a little bit later in life. So therefore you need to, you know, and now I think that age limit is like what forty five now for your end. Yeah, I missed that memo. So I uh, next year I'm going to get my <laughs> colonoscopy. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the colonoscopies. I mean, I I, I'm like, I, who doesn't love a good cleanse? You know what I'm saying? It's like this is true. This they're is true. good. You find stuff out. You get all fresh. It's it's good. I mean, there's yeah. nothing to fear with that. Um, yeah. Well, that so, will be on my journey to plan for in January. So mm-hmm. okay. So you got these medical things. I mean, yeah. I think yeah. you know the thing is right. Like as we get a little bit older, the window of what's on the other side, certainly, I mean, with each passing day, we're getting closer to death, right? 
I mean, that's a morbid thought, but it's true. Like, (laughs) you know, we're, you know, once we get to 50, it's like, how much borrowed time are we living on now? Right. 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 Okay. (laughs) And and then we have those natural thoughts, like how long, how old did my parents live to be? So Mm -hmm. will I exceed their age? Will I, you know, live past them or, or? Well, and I think too, I mean, on that morbid tale that we just took, but even like with simple things like your vision, like, I know that I'm going to have to get the bifocals next year. Like when I get my new prescription here in the next few months, I know I am because I'm still like, and I've had bad eyesight my whole life since I was three years old. I mean, I had cross-eyed. I mean, I've had eye surgery. The eyes are not going to be an organ donor at all, but (laughs) it's like, I know that I'm going to have to get the bifocals. They wanted to give them to me a year and a half ago, but I was like, I'm not even 50 yet. I don't need bifocals at this um, age. Girl, fear not. I've been in bifocals since I was like 38. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's like, it's no big deal. It's I know, like, I know. I do think that's one of those universal things. Like, there's one person I know who said their vision hasn't changed as they've gotten older. And I, uh-huh. I don't really like that person. Yeah, exactly. But like for most people, your vision does begin to diminish. And it's so maddening, like to be somewhere and you can't like read a label. Like I can't tell you how many times I go into a store and I can't read the price tag or something. But I'm wearing as we're as we're recording this podcast, I'm wearing my new bunny eyes, which are my new readers. And it's this fabulous Which is website. funny that you you have readers. I mean, again, oh, it's just God. one of those Are you kidding? Things. I mean, uh-huh. I have readers parked at every place in our house, like my yeah. bedside table, my desk, the kitchen, uh-huh. the living room, on the table. I mean, I, I've now left a trail of, of readers all around, one in my car. And, and depending on what purse I'm using, I have a pair in my purse. And you know why I can do that? Because these bunny eyes are so affordable. These I'm, I'm not doing a commercial for them, but I would if they wanted me to because these are so cool. Look, they, they are so they, cute. They bend out so that like you can look down and read something, but you can <gasps> click them back up. Oh my gosh. I yeah. didn't know that. Or they click down. So like, for instance, if I'm sitting there reading, but I want to look up and watch TV or look at you <gasps> on my podcast, those are I can so see cute. It. And then the way they were invented is that they, and they designed them because they did, they got sick of getting their hair colored because it's something else you got to do after 50 <laughs> is get your roots done all the effing time. And yeah. so when you go, if you wear glasses that are expensive, like your prescription ones, right. you constantly have to worry about them getting hair dye on them. And I can't tell you how many pairs. Me. I've ruined. Have you mm-hmm. ruined some? Yes. I, but I also make a point to bring the little wipies. Okay. Yeah. Some people have the plastic them. things that they put yeah. on them and mm-hmm. stuff. But watch this. Look, no need. <gasps> no. Those yes. are okay. She's going to do a reel about this, y'all, because those are some cute glasses. B U N N Y E Y E Z bunny eyes. They are the I'm they are those. the stuff. They are the shit, so to speak. Or as my daughter says, they are giving. I don't know what that means. They're giving. I don't know I what it, that means either. That's obviously um, it's a thing person. you got to say. It's uh, that's another thing after fifty is that we got to stay hip with what the words are. Yeah, right? you all the say, little acronyms and like words and I mean it's yeah. I mean yeah. I wish that would come out with a list like every January that we could just then start to use like how LOL was a big thing. And we had to learn what LOL meant, you know, back. Okay. In the so I'm just going to give you this one. So over Thanksgiving, I learned that you have to say like, instead of saying it's evocative of, you know, it's what uh, evocative of this oh. or that, or this reminds me of that or whatever you say, it's giving like, Oh, it's giving Christmas vibes. You know, like when, when you see snow falling in the park, it's giving Christmas vibes. It's giving okay. Christmas. It's mm-hmm. giving 
Okay. It it reminds you of something. So anyway, side note, the sad thing is if you use that, then other people over 50 probably don't know what you mean. So. Right. Okay. And then another thing. Okay. So something that has not happened with me on the medical world is menopause. Oh my gosh. I've not gone through it. This is a whole show. And we will do a whole show on this. Yeah, 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 totally. Are you telling me that at 50 years old, you've never had a hot flash? Um, Yeah, I'm telling you that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I'm I'm kind of like the other side. I'm what you call postmenopausal now. Right. So, and I got to tell you, the the hot flashes are real. Like Mm -hmm. I no longer buy anything silky or satiny. I only do like these really natural, breathable fibers, like... (laughs) Well, is that also because of where you live? <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, the point of me is I can't tell you, I, I will be somewhere and it's like, ah, I mean, it's like suddenly a total, I, I'm melting from, I'm, yeah. I'm sweating on my hands even. When you're sweating yeah. on your hands, that's really... Yeah. I'm going to go with, I just haven't had it yet. I'm going to say that's a good attitude to take because yeah, that way you're um, not totally rocked overboard when when it hits you because I I used to be someone I don't know what you're talking about these and and I was actually kind of proactive about like hormone replacement therapy and and, you know all of these things which because I did blood work and I very innocently found out that I didn't have any progesterone testosterone or estrogen my body was like at zero on all of that and I had no seemingly no symptoms at the time and this was years ago this was in my late 40s yeah Um, you were still here so during that time, I was recommended by a doctor to go on to hormone replacement therapy, which I did. And I subsequently had hysterectomy. I feel like we're getting into the weeds on our medical a little bit. But right. point being to get ready. <laughs> um, buckle up, buttercup, because the hot flashes, they're coming. And it will wake you up in the middle of the night. And and this is even if you're taking your estrogen and you're doing all of the things that you're supposed to do. Well, and that, like you said, we're going to have a whole show about the menopause situation too. But like, I, and I've asked Jen about this is like, when do I need to start all that? And she's like, oh, probably not for a couple more years. And that was just this year when she told me that. And right. I was like, okay, I can dig that, you know? So mm-hmm. I may have a couple more years, but who knows? Well, enjoy it while you don't have them for as yeah. long as you can. Like, yeah. Just ride that pony. Mm-hmm. I'm riding. I'm, I'm Ride that on. pony. I'm strapped so, on. So, you know, I mean, we're going to touch on something that's a little bit personal, but like, what about libido? I mean, do you um, find, I mean, okay, well, first of all, Tiff, I know you're a cougar and you're dating a guy younger than you right now, but, um, <laughs> yeah. and I'm the opposite. I've got, okay, let's clarify. He's like only four years younger, three years mm-hmm. younger than me right now. Okay. Let's, he's not like 25. Okay. That'd be really weird. And mm-hmm. my sister would have lots of opinions about that if it was true. <laughs> If she has a, she that has would be a, a fun show right there. That would like, be a way fun show. We get some magic mic happening. It would be a fun show. It would be a fun show. Well, but tell me, I mean, um, how is your libido, sis? <laughs> Just between you and I, no one else in the world. <laughs> I think it is on target. <laughs> I don't wow. have, I don't have a problem with that at all. I and to Good be honest, you. I never. I've had an issue with that because as we've talked about before, I have been a late bloomer to a lot of that sort of romance and dating and intimacy type stuff. So you're yes, playing I was catch married. Up. You're playing yes, catch up. I'm playing catch up. <laughs> There's no problems in that area. I don't feel I'm good. How's yours? Mine is good. Mine's good. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, that sounds convincing. <laughs> 
Make I sure mean, Nevin doesn't hear that. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's that uh, the the menopause is real and it has implications. And yeah, there are things that happen. And, and I think, you know. Well, um, and I think, too, for me, what and I I sound like a dork for what I'm about to say. But for me, like being intimate, there's so many variations about that. You know, it's like you can have the sexual part of things, which is great. But then on top of that, what I enjoy is also the intimate conversations that happen when that's going on. Oh, you yeah. Know, well, that's all people, just part of the windup of, of, you know, intimacy, period, right? Exactly. Like it's but it's like big- all of that, I, uh, that I just, I mean, that to me is such like a foreplay kind of situation that right. I really enjoy that. Right. And, and some people, like we've dated people that don't have that or heard about people or whatever, but I think it's so important that area right like i can't go from hey did you remember to take the dry cleaning to oh my gosh let's take off our clothes i i can't do that yeah but if it's like oh my gosh i love you madly you're the best thing ever and Mm -hmm. and that starts a little earlier in the day maybe a nice text or maybe just like oh thinking about you hope your day is good you know i mean i'm with you tiff i think that intimacy and kind of the arousal or whatever is is really emotional at its core and Mm -hmm. and we have to feel like where it's not I mean for me it's not quite as a physical thing as it is a mental boy I'm really getting out in the weeds in scary land here now Um, (laughs) I think I want to have a sip of wine have a sip let's have a a sip of Mm. our wine now no I I mean I just think I think we're both on the same page on that but I've found especially since dating this particular gentleman I value it so much more and I realized how much I was missing that and how much I didn't have that before. And I mean, we talk about random stuff and then like, and Oh, you know, what's so funny. Okay. And this can go back to my, you know, issues with my weight and my body kind of stuff. But like when he holds me, it's like, I feel skinny. Like I feel like so small that it's like exciting. Does that make sense? Is that weird? <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's like, it's kind of cute. And he knows it, that because I've said it to yeah. him, but it's like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy that. You little cougar. <laughs> oh, those hot flashes Tiff is are living her best life at 50, okay, as she turns 50. Look, you got the younger boyfriend. You got the cool job. You got the cool sister with a... <laughs> cool book that's coming out. Ha ha ha. I, I but, got it. Okay. All. So yeah, I mean there are real things that happen libido and and But I think it's, it's harder to also date because I'm like I'm not gonna go on the dating apps or anything anymore. I did that, got burned, I don't want to do it again. So it's like I like for him, I'm I met him through friends and I think that's important and you value it a little bit differently is like if your friend group sets you up with someone then it's like you know that they have value and what or who who they're looking for you they're looking out for you okay i'll tell you something i'll tell you something about over 50 you know our 35th high school my 35th high school reunion was this fall Uh and i i didn't get to go but i did see all the pictures on social media from the event and whatnot it was one of those things to like it, the 35th high school reunion is where you go. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody looks a lot different. And it's one yeah. of like, we have to be self-aware enough to go, am I in that category too? Like, 
do, do I, I look, look like that, that old? Do I look that different? Like, has I, have I really aged or am I growing up and out? Anyway, it, it was interesting because it was like looking on social media, it's like it's gotten to the point now where you can hardly recognize anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it seems very strange. Like the 10 year, the 20, you know, it's... Because didn't you go to your 20? Yeah. And also, by the way, that was where I won the Age Like Fine, Line, Fine Wine Award. If you'll Hello? remember, I got a sash and a crown and they called me up on stage and everything. Anyway, I'm not Oh my broad, gosh, we yeah, need to that pick that. Um, what? You need a pick of that. Um, I have a pick. I will okay. definitely post that. Yeah, you need to definitely <laughs> post kidding? that. I look for any and all reasons to post that. <laughs> it was like the only time in my life I ever won something. I never won it. Bingo. I didn't win it anything, but yeah, I got that same. 20 year reunion mm-hmm. award. Yeah, it was, it was really pretty fun. But um, yeah, you need you definitely need to post that. Put it but, on the website. But think about it. Like 15 years after that, it's like, whoa, yeah. Katie bar the door. Everybody mm-hmm. got older. And it is one of those, except for me, did I get that old? <laughs> like you're saying? Yeah, I mean, I feel like you look fabulous. I mean, well, you are you. looking, you are living your best. Like you are someone who did not peak when she was 25 by by a long shot. Okay. <laughs> and that is so good because I, I'm going to take like, that again as a compliment. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, and I'm not trying to sound because it's going to sound very con- uh, conceited, but people tell me that they're like, you're going to be 50. I mean, when I was down doing the talk in San Antonio, this one of my reps down there, he was like, you're going to be 50. You're not going to be 50. I need to see proof. I need ID proof. And he was like, he couldn't so believe he was it. coming on to you. Okay. No, he's married. He wasn't. Oh, he's okay. not that kind of guy. He, he, he really isn't. But he just, but you, he, you don't look 50. I don't feel like I look 50. I don't feel like I act 50. Like in my head of what 50 year olds. Act you definitely like. don't act 50. <laughs> But I think too, because I am single, whereas you and Corey, y'all are married. And I think y'all act differently because you're married. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. so I think if I was married, I think it would be different. Or if I was in like a long-term relationship type thing, I feel like I would probably be a little different than I am now. But we want to talk about gray hair, thin skin, hair that's growing out of weird parts of our body that we have to kind of secretly Things go into the bathroom and tweeze out. We need to talk about like, what about dentistry? Oh my gosh. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. Receding gum lines. <laughs> <laughs> what about if and, you have to get a root canal or dentures? Oh my gosh. I was in bed today and um, I forget her name. She's an actress and she does this commercial for crepe erase or crepe away um. oh those skin you're like <laughs> yeah. the little the p- yeah. pillowy skin or whatever it oh is. i forget her name she's she's a pretty lady brunette anyway she's selling that lotion that's like crepe erase i'm like logging on to the website <laughs> 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 like while i'm in bed sipping my coffee going i need that yeah i need some of that okay she's speaking to me and okay. it's like when did that happen oh my gosh <laughs> That is so funny that you said that because have you seen it? It's on Facebook a lot, but now she has commercials for it. The creator of Lumi, L-U-M-E. Yes, the lube. Yeah, the lube, the deodorant, and how she's like, you just put this and you put it under your pits, your underboob, in between your thighs. I mean, I was just like, I need some of that. That needs to be a stocking stuffer. (laughs) Wait, let me write that down. Lumi. Um, I heard the commercial for it just recently and it's like hilarious because the way they mention um, deodorant for yeah. all parts, including private parts. Exactly. <laughs> well, and what's funny that we're having like, this conversation. How is it that, 
What I mean, what is that made of? Like, let's look that up because I mean, well, I don't know that I want to put whatever so I'm I putting under my arm on my vajayjay. You know what but, I'm saying? Like, but you're putting it not on the vajay. You're putting it on the outskirts sorts of the vajay, like on your hmm. thigh, upper vajay area, not in the vajay. Okay. So I, think I feel that's, like I don't have a, a situation going on there, but I you, do. You may not, but I think anyone, any woman, I think if you go running or whatever, you may have a little woohoo going on down there after a run because you're sweating mm-hmm. and stuff right. or on like your butt crack area. I mean, there's areas. Oh my that- gosh. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just oh, saying. Wow. This is the conversation. This is what I find funny is that I have like been drawn to that product and I'm thinking. Yeah, they, they're target advertising, right? This yeah, is targeted because marketing. Because she's just videoing it on her phone. It's not like she has some, you know, big PR firm that's doing it. I'm sure she does now, but you know, it's like. All right. I'll tell you what, Tiff. For Christmas, hey, I'll get you some Lume and I'll you get, get you me some, some crepe erase. Okay. okay and then I'll we'll be, we'll be set. <laughs> We'll then we'll sad. circle back and let the audience know how it's all working out for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Okay, these are, you know, I mean, the thing is, what I don't like is this whole trope, this whole stereotype that somehow getting older is just like, oh, there's retirement. We sit around and we. No, I I, I admire people, and I've actually met a lot of um, older folks since we moved up here to New England, who are absolutely embracing Active. life, uh-huh. living yeah. their best life, like 88 years old and right. not even thinking about slowing down and traveling and, and volunteering, working in some cases. I mean, a lot of these yeah. folks are, are still actively doing things. And, and then the key component that I see in all of that is, is um, I, I think there are a couple of things. Um, well, because I'm over 50, I just lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> well, I think, I mean, cause you've always been that person. Like you would tell mom and dad this as well, you know, before dad got sick or, you know, even mom and stuff, but you have always been that person out of us who is like, just because your age is a number, don't let it define you kind of thing. No, and- I mean, I don't want to grow up and, and spend my, my life watching Netflix. Like that's not right. what my plan Same is. Here. I Same mean, here. I want to embrace whatever time I have left. And I, I think about this a lot. Like when I go on walks and hikes mm-hmm. and stuff, mm-hmm. I, I like say a little prayer of gratitude. Like, thank you, God, that I have legs to move me, air to right. breathe, and that I'm someone who can roll out of bed and and do this because some people can't like physically right. we you know we're lucky i mean that's one thing that you you do realize as you turn 50 is like wow i'm still here yay yeah <laughs> um, and I, I have all my limbs and i can do all yeah. of this but i totally agree with you because even let's reflect back when we were in the bahamas and how i was like yes 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 i'll do whatever you know because i had limited myself for so long with my weight and then i was like let's go do whatever and so I feel like that's the same attitude I have now. Like if someone said, hey, Tiff, uh, February 1st, we're going to go jump out of a plane. I'd be like, okay, let me just prep for that. You know, and I would do it in a heartbeat. I would, I mean, I would be scared to death. Don't get me wrong. And I'd be being very dramatic about it, but I would do it. I would do it, do it, do it in a heartbeat. If someone said, right. hey, we're going to go to Antarctica for a dip in the ocean. Okay, let me know when. And I mean, I don't have any reservations to say no to things like that. Yeah, well, I mean, I I think it's just there are a lot of physical changes. Let's not be in denial about that. I mean, there is aging that happens. I mean, we want to emotionally and, and, um, you know, sort of philosophically grow 
up and out and evolve and get better and refine with age. Mm -hmm. But aging is real and and our bodies are not meant to last forever. And so, and especially as they were when they were 20 or 16 or 35 or whatever. And my only thought about all of that is like, I just feel like keep fighting the good fight. You know what I mean? Like kick it all the way, kicking and screaming, just Mm -hmm. like do your best. I mean, my feeling is, I mean, everybody can do what they want to do. Cause I think uh, certainly I, I have no opposition or anything to gray hair. I mean, so many beautiful people with gray totally. hair, men mm-hmm. and women, both white hair. It's actually now in style to dye your hair white, right. and, you know, all of that. So, so many things about aging are, are, are things I think we should just embrace. And there is some sort of freedom in it, you know, mm-hmm. like, Oh, wow. You know, I'm, I am older. I can sit proud in this. Like I can sit still in this. Did I tell you when I found, I was at work and I had to go to the bathroom. I had to go pee and I'm looking in the mirror, just like, you know, getting myself together to walk out and I'm looking in the mirror and I was like, looking, looking closer. And I found a gray hair. That was my first gray hair. And I held on to it. I went outside and I asked our receptionist, Rachel, and I was like, is this a gray hair? Is, am I looking at this right? Is this a gray hair? And she said, yeah. And she plucked it out. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, now isn't there bad luck or something that comes with that? But that was my first sign of gray hair. Like mm-hmm. I, because my hair, I've been letting it kind of be natural lately. Mm-hmm. And so, but that was my first sign of it. So, yeah. I mean, I, I started going gray a little bit in my forties. Um, so probably similar to you. I mean, I, I noticed it in my late forties and yeah. I noticed it when I would go to the hair salon and my stylist would be coloring and one time she was saying yeah you know when you come in and we're covering up the gray blah 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 and she mentioned that in a sentence and I was like say what yeah exactly Monica did the same thing to me unaware until she said when we're covering up the gray I'm like what gray are you talking about covering up like are you talking about another person because yeah I was like I I couldn't even think after that like I was like go back go back what were you saying where where exactly it just so happens that my gray comes in toward the back more um, on the back of my head where I'm less likely to see it and and so um mine was like at the top like yeah like the, top, the top the back top. the sort of the crown yeah. and that the area crown. thank you that's the word I was which thinking. my god thank god i go to the stylist because you know well now i probably need to go and now you know no I'm or you can look great great i mean like it, it looks well, I'm so pretty to- it's like it, it's about it, it's kind of for me gray is like this tiv it's like you know how i get in these funks where it's like oh i'll go dark with my hair and i'll yeah I'll, I've done red, I've done brunette, I've done so many different things with my hair. And I get like uncomfortable seeing myself with that. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll do it because I think, oh, yeah, I want to change. I want to see what it Mm -hmm. looks like. And then I look at it and go, oh, no, that's too dark. I need to have a few more blonde highlights woven in and whatever. And so I don't look at it as like bad. Mm -hmm. I look at it as you know, I like seeing myself in this more. I'm more comfortable with this. See, and it totally makes sense because you are one who you like me in more natural, darker color hair, whereas I really like my hair blonde. And so right now, everyone, my hair is more natural and growing out naturally, okay? And because I haven't decided what I want to do, but I really feel better and sassier with blonde. Right. But for a while, you were approaching what Kim Kardashian is doing right now. Like, well, where we yes. have the and dark I will fruit say, and the white everywhere. Yes. And, and what she's referring to is that when we went to the Bahamas, I went extra blonde and then I let it 
grow out and you know that extra blonde and then the dark roots that's what she's referring to that's where my dilemma is is that I'm trying to decide if I want to go blonde again, but not as blonde as that was, but just like more naturally blonde. Well, I think it looks great right now, but it is one of those things like to go great. Like what if we couldn't get our hair colored for like two years? Well, I mean, think about when during the pandemic, how many women had to go, Mm -hmm. they ended up Mm -hmm. going natural-ish, if you will, because of that very reason. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with my natural hair color. I just like how I feel with the blonde. I agree. Blonder. I agree. Which brings That's- us to Botox and things like this, because um, <laughs> I mean, transition. <laughs> well, I mean, I, as I mentioned before, it's like, you know, we want to, I believe for me, I, I want to try my hardest to try to look my best as long as I can. And I'm saying mm-hmm. I have nothing against anyone availing themselves of anything, whether it's makeup, injectables, Plastics plastics or whatever you want to do. I'm the same. Go for it. I mean, same here. If it makes you feel good, go for it. Yeah. I mean, I I remember seeing Martha Stewart at an event when I lived in Middleburg and and she came into the Middleburg community center for, it was like her new garden book that she was launching. Uh Uh-huh. Oh my God. She looked amazing. I mean, and of course she's had so much work. Um, Mm -hmm. undoubtedly she's, she's taken good care of herself. Um, and style, I mean, just really, not giving up, you know, like right. really staying current. Mm-hmm. I I love the idea of staying current as I right. get older mm-hmm. and not being like fuddy duddy. Do you know? Like very much so. I'm I'm totally with you a hundred percent. I don't want to look like I gave up. Well, and here I'm totally with you. Like one of my best girlfriends, she is into Botox. Now she doesn't do it all the time. She does it on the regular when you're supposed to, you know, when it wears off or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've never done Botox. But I've asked, I've asked her, I've even asked you, it's like, where would I do Botox? And I mean, not to toot my horn, everyone says that I don't need it. (laughs) So it's like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) But it's like, I'm totally like, if you're going to do that sort of thing, make yourself feel good. But I think it's also the same as you have to add in the exercise part of things. Oh, gosh, it's all about diet and exercise. And what I mean yeah. by diet is eating well and eating well. Yeah. Because diet body, eating, good foods yeah. and, and, um, you know, nutrition, um, right. Nutrition, just eat healthy sleep and exercise and mm-hmm. water. And I mean, there's so many things that go into it, but you know, it, it's like that whole thing about design and, and interior design and style. Style is a way to say who you are without saying a word. And if like that's that. the case, then, you know, you follow what I'm saying here. It's like, mm-hmm. even the way you dress is youthful or older, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to ever look like I just threw in the towel. Right. Uh-huh. I know. So please tell me if I start to veer that Well, way. Because you, now that I live in New Hampshire, I really got to watch out for that. And I'm definitely one who likes to stay hip. Sometimes I have... I have to, like, reel it in and think, oh, yeah, that's a little too young for me, maybe. But I yeah, to... I agree. Oh my gosh! Like, well, I mean, it? I'm just saying, like the the dress, the picture of the dress you sent me the other day for your. I was joking birthday, around with that dress. So if I'm not so sure, like I feel <laughs> I like was. I'm not so was. sure. Like I feel like it was a little bit like, oh, would I look good in this? And I was like, wow, if you were 15, okay. I mean, <laughs> I swear, why are I was you sending totally me this? Or... No, was it was like around. a short leather wrap dress that was like barely covering your butt, and. I'm just saying I, one thing that happens as you get older is you do have these 
hairs that come out of places yeah. that are odd. It's like the movie, the fly. I call them fly hairs because in the fly is like those hairs, the fly hairs were poking through the guy's back, like really sharp, big, yeah. thick hair. And, and it was like fly antenna or whatever. It was so gross, but I feel like the hairs that I pull out are like fly antenna. I mean, there are these weird coarse black hair, the random ones mm -hmm. that come out of my neck or out mm -hmm. of my cheek or by my ear or something like yeah. really weird. And by the way, because I'm so effing blind now that I'm 53, yes. I can't see them unless I look into my mirror. What's that one? I, the simple human mirror that really magnifies mm -hmm. like at a scary level, what you actually look like. And, and mm -hmm. so I have to lean into my simple human mirror and then I see, oh my God, I've been walking around right. in the world with these six giant hairs sticking out. How many people have I have seen that? And my hope yes. is like, I hope, I, wait, how many people over 50 have I been hanging around? Okay, I'm good. Um, yeah. and, oh, my husband <laughs> is 63, so we're good. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm 64. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, the, I don't know. That's a hormonal thing too that happens. And, it is. and so I mean, I'm all about, by the way, dermaplaning, which has become this, you know, it's, it's really good for your skin, but it's basically is that where they, the razor. Yeah. It's girls shaving essentially. See, I mean, I didn't feel a big, Oh, I love it. You, oh my God. You had me do it a couple of years ago before pandemic. It was like in eight nineteen or something. And I just did not see a huge difference. Tiff, how did you not feel that baby soft feeling it of felt, I, I could tell that, but then I just I Oh, dermaplaning is my jam. I yeah. love it. Like I love it. I've you even bought my own when you come in. No, I mean I, I have my own at home dermaplaning, those little um rate straight razors that you can oh, get uh -huh. and do it yourself. I do that from time to time, but I do love, if I'm going to get a facial, I get a dermaplane facial always oh, okay. because yeah. I love the way it feels to just have like no hair. It's kind of like a bikini wax. Um, yeah. That's by the way, do you get those now that the, you're over 50? I mean, to, let's talk I, about that. Do we need to do bikini waxing after the age of 50? Yes. Yes. Or no? Yes. I would like to have that all taken care of right now. It's a self-care situation. It's okay. And, That's and, fine. Self-care. Do it. You know, do it myself, outsource, I, outsource. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of an outsourcer in that department. You're in the vendor department. I'm I, in vendor mode on my bikini waxes for sure. <laughs> I would definitely, uh, I, I, I'm open to that. Um, but what's interesting is I've noticed over the time, especially let's just say from 40 to 50 right now, that area, that situation is not as crazy as it used to be. Well, there you go. Now you're in the club. <laughs> Getting thin where you didn't expect didn't to, expect girl. It. Getting didn't thin in certain areas and not so well, thin in other areas. That's and the my, same with shaving your legs. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, it's been what three since uh, it was Thursday, Thanksgiving. I haven't had to shave my legs because it's like not as, I mean, it's a, it has a smidge, a smidge. Yeah. Smidge I, I totally understand that. Like uh, yeah. it's, it's not the same now. God help me. If I ever get those thick toenails that Papa had, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, that, that, that's just a part of aging that I do not want to have pliers. I just don't even want no. that at all. I, I, no. that is a nightmare and a fear of mine. Right. Like I, I cannot have the thick toenails. Mm -mm. Um, mm -mm. So I don't know what we need to do to avoid that, but I'm going to, I think give regular pedicures try. is all we have to do on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, it's a fungus, I believe. I'm not sure. It's well, yeah, I'm thing. sure it is, but yeah. I think 
I mean, but but it's funny. You don't see young kids walking around with thick toenails. Oh, uh-uh. no. That is a I mean, big, it's always an older person yeah. with these big talons that are yes. yellow and like yeah, how is uncuttable. that? Like, like, how did that happen? Yeah. Like, well, anyway, you know? um, hopefully we won't know anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> we can yeah. and just keep coloring our hair us. and going, la, 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 yeah. la, la. We'll go to, yeah. like, here's a thought. Are we going to be those women who go, like Mamaw did, go to the weekly beauty appointment? <laughs> Girl, I already do that. Are you kidding? Well, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I, I am do a not. blowout whore. I, I know. live for yeah. my blowouts. I go I at least you once are. a week. God, yeah. she's such a blowout whore. I mean, I, I've turned, I, in fact, I was telling someone just the other day, oh, time to go to the beauty parlor. Okay. <laughs> you know? I mean, I feel like I've turned into that woman who, yeah. <laughs> from olden times, like the grandmas that used to go once a week and get their hair set. And, and then, then they would put the aqua net on <laughs> and then they put the little head thingy or the scarf thingy over their hair. Mm-hmm. I'm all about it. I'm, I, all, I'm all about a good blowout too. I'm all about that. I just don't do it as frequent at all. I'll do one this week, but well, you just wait till I come to town. We'll I know <laughs> they've been booked. <laughs> <We're good. laughs> Got to have good booked. hair on her 50th birthday. Uh, yeah. All right. We're going to pause for a quick station identification. There you go. Hey everybody. The sisters we were is my debut novel, which drops on January 17th and you can pre-order now just about anywhere books are sold, including yo Japan and Sweden and Cheerio even in the UK. I'm thrilled by the advanced praise and reviews coming from book lists and library journal and other trade pubs. And also from the folks who have had the chance to read early copies of the sisters we were, it is a story of hope and redemption that celebrates the unbreakable bonds of sisterhood, which is, you know, one of mine and Tiff's favorite subjects. So please pre-order now and look forward to more information about my book tour coming up after January 17th. But you know, what's funny is that to, when I started writing this book, I had told myself my goal was to have it published by the time I was 50. Mm-hmm. And I or have a book published by the time I was 50, because I've actually written a few books. But and, and so I was a little short of that. I mean, when the book comes out, I'm 53. And we can use my birthday if you want. I'll show that. <laughs> so technically, yeah, perfect. Do that, <laughs> but I, you know, it was one of those things. I just had this preconceived notion that I, I, I wanted to make sure if I was that was my goal. I had a deadline, and I wanted to have it done before then. But anyway, hey, all gratitude. I'm all glad gratitude. That it's, happening. it's a wonderful book. It's gonna do well, and it's just if you haven't ordered your book yet, I just highly encourage you to, and and, and urge you to because it, it was really a book that I think will help transform your life and see from different aspects of sisterhood and different walks of life that we all take. And I think absolutely it's like, it's cool because I think the story is about the spectrum of, of womanhood, you know, like, um, you know, there's, there's one side and the other side and they meet somewhere in the middle and we're all on this continuum and mm-hmm. we're all kind of working on ourselves. We're all trying to evolve and change. And so, so many themes that are pretty relevant and that resonate with a lot of folks. And so I hope it's one that'll make people laugh and cry. And those are always the best kind of stories, right? The ones that make you laugh and cry. Right? Oh yeah. Kind of like, like a steel think, magnolias. Oh, I always think of that. It's like the highest form of laughter through tears, you know, yes. like, that's the best is when yes. you're laughing and crying. And yeah, I feel like there's a little bit of that in the sisters. We I were, think so. that there definitely is that. I think it's, it's an amazing 
piece of work and I'm just so proud of you for it. Well, you know, you were my inspiration. So yeah. Thank you. Well, all right, everybody, we're going to wrap it up for this episode of the life after fat pants podcast. And this has been a fun talk about life after 50, my little 50 year old sister. (laughs) Yes. Joining the club. Yeah. Be sure to give some shout outs and some encouragement on our Instagram at life after fat pants and be sure to follow us. I'm at, at a windy way on Instagram and Tosat. I'm at Tiffany Willis 72 on Instagram. So please shout us out, friend us, uh, ask us questions and we'll be happy to get back in touch with you. Tune in next time for one size fits all sister talk. talk.